Hi, my name's Sean Shaler. That's my friend Chris hey, Ford, Chris. a.k.a. The... That was way too loud. <laughs> That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame. And this is Avatar The Last Podcasters. I momentarily like blinked out. I was like, what are we? Why are we here? What are we doing on planet Earth? This is Avatar The Last Podcasters, and I don't know about like big picture Earth, but I know that today, specifically, we are going to rank the... Well, we're going to rank every episode in The Legend of Korra just using our ratings that we've already done. We're not doing it off the cuff. Um, all of them. We've got 50. There's 52, but two of them are two-parters we rank together. That's a lot of stuff, so we're going to cut it in half. We're going to do 25 today, the bottom 25, and then next week we'll do the top 25. And I'm very excited about it. But before we get started, just Chris, as always, how you doing? How was your week? My week was perfectly fine as it could have been, I guess. Well, no, I mean, I was a little, little like, sick, just a little sick hand there. But I uh, went to the office twice this week. Uh, I like going to the office. That's not a big deal. Uh, other than that, I've just been binging Naruto Shippuden lately. Hmm. Um, did you have to go to the office this week for something specific? or For training. Yeah. I only asked training. because I had to go to the office like four days this week. And I made the mistake of like complaining to my wife who like never really didn't go in the office i was like man i gotta go in the office four days this week and she looked at me like she was gonna stab me and i thought good point i'm fine yeah. can't uh she can't observe those dead bodies over, <laughs> over i offered to put a cooler in the in the garage or something like not like with the food you know like a separate cooler but you know i don't know i tried to accommodate Mm, yeah, I tried, but um, yeah, uh, Chris. Someone was wondering, like, what the heck does this one? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, she murders people. Uh, she was inspired by the Dahmer documentary but, but, and but that very, sort of thing. No, nah, I think very Dexter Morgan style. She seemed Dexter. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's fair. No, she is a she is a funeral director, and she actually doesn't even deal with a lot of the. It feels wrong to call it medical stuff because it's kind of post medical stuff. <laughs> It's after aftercare. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, she doesn't deal with a whole lot of that. She mostly is like on the planning side. But um, yeah, no, my wife's not a murderer. She's very nice. I think I think she's probably one of the least likely murderous humans I've ever met. Like I look at a lot of people. I'm like, you could probably kill somebody. That person probably kill somebody. I could probably kill somebody. I look at Heather. I'm like, no, nah, she's probably she's probably fine. Interesting. I never thought about raiding people on a scale. <laughs> <laughs> of, of more likely to... Not likely to kill, but more likely to kill. to less likely like to kill. Like, having the capacity to, to do it. Not physically, yeah. but, like, emotionally, you know? Yeah. And I feel like she's... I think we've had this conversation before that my capacity to kill uh, increased greatly after I had kids. Like, a light switch went off. Like... Like, I remember, like, having my daughter and thinking to myself, like, if someone hurt her, I could kill them. And that thought kind of frightened me because I never had that thought in my head before. It just I, jumped you out the, of the not blue. Saying that I, not saying that I would, but the thought crossed my head. What's that? That's like the, the cartoon little devil on your shoulder, like little angel on this shoulder, little devil on that side. You didn't have a devil until you had your daughter, and then he's like, kill people, you know? And then, to loop it back to uh, 
Naruto's that love love is really so strong that when it's threatened, you have more of the propensity to hate. That's fair, right? Just uh, like opposite and equal reaction to love. Some opposite and equal amount of hatred on the other side capacity. I don't know. That makes it sound like Heather isn't capable of love. That's also not. <laughs> Sorry, Heather, if you can hear me through the walls out there. Um, <laughs> Chris, uh, murdering people aside, I heard you had some news today. <laughs> Uh, yes, a little bit of Avatar news, but still really big. The first, you know, movie from Avatar Studios has an official release date. Like, not like, oh, it was rumored to be out this time. It's like straight from Paramount to Variety, which is a legit news source. Um, and that is that the first film as it will be about Avatar Aang and his friends, that's just vague, will be out. Uh, give me one second, give me one second. Uh, the last airbender will be out October 10th, 20. You know what year that I might say, Sean? 23? Uh, no, that's way, probably way too soon. <laughs> it's, the, it's the only October 10th that I care about right now, though. Uh, it is October 10th, 2025. Ouch. So a lot. Yeah, What's the ouch. point of announcing yeah, something that, that far out? What is that even for? I know, it's like... Three years from now? Okay. But it does seem very long. Like, I don't, 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 don't tell me that. Like, that still seems like too long. I would have expected uh, 2024. Like, in the 2024, I thought would be, like, legit good. Like, they've been working on it. That gives another 18 months or so to, to do it. That seems long enough, but... I mean, what if the world don't even exist in 2025? That's a long ways away. The it's a long ways away. The, the 2000s will be legally allowed to rent a car by that time. That's outrageous. The interesting thing, though, that is like serendipitous, is that that will be like the exact 20-year anniversary of Avatar coming out. came out in October of 2005. That's kind of cute. I'm not going to say so, it makes me any happier, well, but it's cute. Yeah. yeah. Give me the damn movie faster. Uh, just... now, you know what? Don't tease me with this news, Avatar Studios. Don't tease me. I think by that time, the second season of the Netflix series will probably be out in that same year. Okay, that's reasonable. That's Maybe. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna become a gambling man to wager on things that Netflix does. Personally, that feels dangerous, but. Uh... If season two will happen, I think it will happen by that point. Like if it's gonna happen at all, it will it'll roll right off the assembly line essentially. Right yeah. after. That's fire. Um Hey, well uh, listen, I'm glad that to have finite news. Like this is one of those cases where news is better than no news. Or or bad news. Chris, yeah. we got We've got a lot of ground to cover. You want to jump into some... We do. Holy crap. Let's jump into it. 
Do you want to? So this one's a little. We're going to start a little different. So first, we're going to start numbers forty-six through fifty. So we're going to kind of go bottom five, build up that tension for what's the worst episode. What's number fifty? Uh, yeah. Right, just so we can have a little, a, a little bit uh, of a climactic buildup. But then we'll go forty-five through twenty-six today. So fifty being the worst, relatively speaking. We're still talking about Corey here. Chris, let's do it. Episode. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, and right? then we will have. I don't know if we mentioned this, but we will have a follow-up episode. You did mention it. Doing twenty-five through one, the best episode. These are the worst. No, Chris. Just worst. They're the bottom half. Worst cliff- cliffhanger of all time, ranking every episode of Korra, and then you only do half of it. We just don't do the other half, <laughs> ever. Worst worst cliffhanger ever. Chris, rank number 46 is book four. Number 46. Episode seven. It's called Reunion. Ooh, Reunion. Listen, yeah. this, is, listen this is still a good sign <laughs> that we rated... 7.06 cumulatively, which, you know, just thinking on a scale of other TV shows, like, that still feels like a watchable episode of a mediocre TV show. Mm-hmm. Right? That, and that, I that's probably, what that I think I was, if I remember correctly, I was way more positive on this than you. I think I found a lot of good stuff in it, uh, especially, like, in retrospect. I think a lot of stuff to do with Korra. And, of course, we love the stuff with um, uh, the movers and stuff with Varric. That stuff was really fun. So, yeah, I'm fine with the 7.6. 7.06. 06. Yeah, 7.06. 7.06, my bad. It's very important. Um, listen, 40, 46, that's, not, you know, that's not the worst, right? So, 47, book one, episode five, Spirit of Competition. It's <laughs> a big drop. That is kind of a big drop. Um, Interesting thing is, is that with Avatar's Last Airbender, I remember it's, I remember pretty, I could pretty much uh, tell you, like, the name of the episodes, like, in order. Yeah, somewhat. Um, I at least remember all the names of the episodes. In Legend 4, I'm not as good, because I haven't watched it as much. I've watched it a lot. i watched it, like, I don't know, seven or eight times, but Avatar I've watched, like, 20 times. Just a matter of it came out first. And so, when I see an episode title, and I know exactly my opinion on it, that's an interesting because I don't like the Spirit of Competition episode. There it's was, either uh, good or bad when you like remember it instantly. Like, you have an association. Yeah. This one had, like... This was, like, the epitome... If, 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 if the thing that people didn't like about Book 1 of Korra was the pro-bending... And the love triangle, this was like a huge combination of both of them. That that's me. Yeah. I don't like either of those things. Thankfully, it doesn't pervade too hard outside of this episode, as far as book one is concerned. Not not real, real bad. But yeah, that's yeah. me. Yeah, there was just some stuff there with Aura that I didn't like, and then I mean it's understandable. It's not badly written, but just it's not. An idea episode I care to go back and rewatch too often. I think it's one that's my least favorite. All things in perspective, right? Bad episode, not a bad episode. Hey, I'm really curious what what the other because usually reunion is like a lot of people's worst episodes. I'm curious what the rest are. Okay, book two, episode two, the Southern Lights. Um, I don't remember oh. much about this episode, but we, you know, 
they're again 6.8 that's there's a very small drop off from the previous one if you're interested in in differentials I have a really good memory of the Southern Lights. I feel like you were probably worse on this than I was. Well, probably. I feel uh, if I have one gut reaction is that I bet it's pretty ooh, exhibition-y. Yeah. Uh, exposition-y? Exposition-y. Yes. Thank yes. you. Oh, okay. Um, I do remember the thing I loved about it was that in retrospect, I, don't think, I think this is one episode that I didn't like when I first watched it. But in retrospect, I appreciate it a lot more because Cora, I feel like you start understanding why Cora is the way she is. Like her father doesn't trust her or believe in her. Some of these people aren't believing in her, uh, but it really like does. Uh, so I thought I think that was a part that probably made me like more than you. But between us two, it's still one of the worst, I suppose. Yeah. Uh... I mean, I can't remember a whole lot about it, but uh, it it's not surprising for me to see those early season two, sorry, those early book two episodes down here. 49, book two, episode nine, The Guide. Chris, tell me what you remember about this one, because I don't remember anything about it. 6.8. So this is, um, so this is when Tenzin tries to guide Gokora into the spirit world. This episode that happened, like, right after beginnings and then there's this whole be part of Varric framing Mako um, oh I bet that hurt me a little bit yeah seeing Varric be a bad one of episodes, it's one of those episodes that I feel like is an in between episode and also like we just got off with beginnings which was amazing um, and so yeah so this one I think just kind of hurt a little bit I'm going to invent a theory right now that we've probably talked about before, but I just can't think about it. But, like, there's, like, an opposite of a filler episode where it's, like, a transitory episode. Like, it needs to occur even if nothing interesting happens in it. So it's, like, the opposite of a filler. Like, it has to exist to move something along. Maybe this fell into that category. Sometimes that bothers me. Chris, any guesses at what uh, number 50 is? Ooh, man, number 50. Uh... (laughs) Uh, something probably in book two, maybe Night of a Thousand Stars. But you probably would have loved that. Um, would I, Chris? Um, would I? That was a great guess. Night of a Thousand. <laughs> that was a great guess, Chris. Nicely done. Thank you. I, there again, I don't, I don't remember a ton of it. But I think what I remember about this is that it swung and missed at a few things that normally I would like, but it, like it didn't, it didn't connect on those things on the, the comedy, the movers that like, I don't know. It didn't. Yeah. And I think, uh, looking back, the thing I hate about it is that Bolin just disregards Michael being in prison, Michael trying to figure out what's going on and what's wrong. But he didn't, it just seemed like it betrayed the character of Michael, not Michael, it betrayed the character of Bolin, and then I didn't really care for the whole mover thing. Within back, like it was kind of cool, but I just don't need a whole know, episode of the mover stuff. Like it, you know, that's that's yeah. funny as like flavor text for a character, but I just I don't know, didn't do it for me. Yeah, and then my, and then Bolin just just seemed just so good to himself that it just yeah, like I said, just betrayed the character. 
And Korra's not really in this episode all that much, I don't believe. You know, Chris, I'm realizing now that what we probably should have done is put the bottom five at the end of the episode <laughs> as opposed to the beginning of the episode. That's okay. It's all right. This, hey, let us know what you think the worst episode is down in the comments. We still have to continue the episodes. So we're going to go to number 45. <laughs> now, Night of a Thousand Stars, I don't think you really have to even watch it. You know what? I don't, well... I'm not saying avoid it, it like the plague. Up. I just I don't think you have to. No, I think it, it does wrap up the Varric storyline. And so you might have to watch it. But it's a part not, of the storyline for Varric that I don't care for personally. So, you know, whatever. And it's not like Varric being called isn't really that indicative of what. You just need to know that he gets of... caught and you get that later on. So that that's fine. Yeah, uh, you probably get it in the previously on in the next episode. Chris, let's jump to let's jump to forty five. Forty five through twenty six. See what we got here. Book two, episode six. The sting. Man, um, I'm about to book two up here. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I I mean it's it's cliche, but I I, I stand by the opinion. Um, the sting is where Cora's dad gets caught, right? Um, about to, about to start some crap. I think so. Yeah. I don't remember having a whole lot of hard opinions, other than maybe like it was a uh, sort of drama filled and a little anticlimactic, is what I want to say. But that could be misled. Yeah, the sting. The sting is mostly about Marco trying to find out who's trying to take out these businesses. And he ends up working with the triple triads, and then he ends up being, I believe, arrested by the end of it. Uh, Cora's not really in it, and that hurts the episode That's usually a lot. downer. Yeah. Um, and then Bolin, again, is more of that, like, he's being oblivious, or he's he's kind of betraying the character by not. Uh, <laughs> we're we're in a not, bad Bolin phase. Working out for his brother. Yeah. Maybe, you know, that's probably a, a minor contributing factor of book two is you get bad Boleyn and bad Varric. And I don't care for either of those things. I'm kind of cool with the Varric because I, I, I wasn't sold on him having any type of, like... He was funny. He, he was funny to me. That's what he, that's what he needed to be. I don't uh, love so season two Varric. Like, they did him too far one way in season two. They did him too far the other way in season four. But I'd rather have season four Varric. If given the choice. 44. Book 4. Finally, let's shake it up. A different book. Episode 3. The Coronation. Ooh. Uh, 7.2. 44. Chris, I do have our individual (laughs) ratings up here. If I'm reading this right, you gave it a 7.3 and I gave it a 7.1. If I'm reading it right. Okay. Uh, I'm not surprised by that, so we're pretty close here. Um, a lot of this has to do with Kuvira. Uh, you know, it's it's Prince Blue's coronation. Uh, oh, I, this might be also one of those episodes that it needs to happen, but not that much happens. Like Kuvira is pretty much like, "Hey, I'm gonna take over," and we as the audience knows she's going to try to take over. So it's really nothing new for us. 
what I don't know what the opposite of a filler episode is. We'll coin a term for it at some point, but that's I think that's probably a fair statement here. Forty three. Book three, episode seven. Is this our Wait, lowest book three appearance? Interesting. There's some there's something in book three. It must be. You haven't said book three yet. Original Air I think seven? it's our first one. Original Airbenders. Oh yeah, original airbenders. Uh it just yeah, sounds I, like I, I one of those that. off off the top of my head that probably wasn't very exciting. Yeah, this is one where uh all the airbenders Henry goes to train them up there and in, in the Whatever, I think they're in the northern air temple or eastern whatever air temple. And he's being like, and the thing I hate about this episode is that Tenzin feels, I feel like he is not written that well. Like he starts like yelling at them all and stuff. I don't like any of that. I really love the Boomy stuff because Boomy like was getting even more fleshed out. Like when he sounds like, I never wanted to be an airbender, like he's lying. You know he's lying, and that is really interesting character to work there. But I didn't enjoy the tense and stuff as much. Understandable, and it was time book three made an appearance. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, it should. But uh, forty-two, book two, episode one, Rebel Spirit. Pardon me. There we go. At a seven point four. Book two, episode one. Why? I, for some reason. I don't have like the clearest memory of this, which is um, weird. Maybe that hurts it, episode, right? To be the what? first episode no. of a season, that's probably yeah, not a like, great sign. Yeah, there's a lot of table setting. Like it's, yeah, it's just core. Like I feel like I don't know. Like yeah, it's just a lot of table setting. Like, it's and you're fine, coming off such a great I'm... high of the end of book one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I remember that much, but. I, that being said, I, I I get it, get why it's here. Um, sorry, book two. Maybe you just got it. You didn't give us the right impression out of the gates. Oh, uh, or book two. No, book two. <laughs> Listen, it it's all relative. Deserves what it got. Forty one is book one, episode two, a leaf in the wind. And this one I do remember because the title is very telling of like. <laughs> what happens in the episode, or like a, a chunk of the plot? Man, why is this one so low? I'm wondering. I mean, seven point four five. Not. I guess maybe because not that you, much happened. You rated it, really it a seven point seven five. I gave it a seven point one five. I gave it a what? You gave it a seven point seven five. I gave it a seven point one five. So it's 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 a little bigger than our average disparity, but not like crazy. Like we have. Yeah greater disparities interesting can you tell me what the average well, the average score must be if i had to guess of the whole thing of everything yeah uh let's find out i need you to punch those numbers eight point them all up by hand two. what's that 8.42 let's do Ooh, a little math here let's find out what our average disparity is um how do you do uh, absolute value in... Is it just absolute ABS? That's right. Okay. Of this. I just want to know what our normal disparity is. It's funny to start at the top. Also, average. Our average disparity is 0.36. So, mm. somewhere in the 0.4. So, yeah, this one had pretty... What, 0.6 disparity? So... It was there. 
We did not agree. Huh. Um, I like Leech Lewin. It's, it's, it's a nice little episode. Um, I mean, I remember it, and I don't remember hating it. I, like, I don't remember why I didn't like it or what hit me wrong about it, but something clearly did. Probably, is there pro-bending in this one? I bet there's pro-bending yeah, in this, this one. this is where I learned about pro-bending. Yeah, that probably hurt. And also, this is... Yeah, and this is the one where she, she does pro-bend, because at the end of it, this is the episode where Tenzin, uh, like, he, she bat, he bats her from going pro-bending. She plays, like, she does, she does the exercise in the obstacle course thing, and she, like, keeps smacking her head. Like, she doesn't know how to be the leaf in the wind. And then when she's pro-bending in the match, she wins the match by being the leaf in the wind. She's just evading the people pro-bending at her. So you're wrong, Sean. Great episode. Pro bending's gross, and I can't think of a single fictional sport. We will be pro bending one day, Sean. I cannot I think of a single fictional sport that I enjoy. I hate Quidditch. Quidditch is the worst. Um, I'm gonna give you somehow fine. <laughs> not this year's Comic Con. Somehow fine, like an area to pro bend. I mean, I don't know. I just. Just play dodgeball. It's more fun and it's simpler. We could probably take that room we were in. We could probably use it as a as long as we have stuff that's not like damaged. I, th- I think that the that the Comic Con people are not going to look fondly on us throwing things mm. in the room. That's just me hazarding a guess, my friend. And then also we would have to move all the chairs out the way. Yes, we would. And yes, then would. someone would have to put them back. Yeah, Listen, you can't convince me that pro bending is a good sport, but I would like to know if there's any good fictional sports out there. Hit me with it. I'd like to hear about it. Um, let me get my mouse in the right place. Am I there? Okay, cool. 40, book two, episode five. Book two, reeling off. The Peacekeepers. Um, is there a lot of like political debate in this? Uh, Peacekeepers is the episode... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get better about saying the ratings for the audio only listeners. Uh, rank forty uh-huh. is book two, episode five, Peacekeepers, seven point seven, and I will get better about doing that. My bad. I probably had this lower than you, but Peacekeepers. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is a big disparity, yeah, okay. Chris. You had it much lower than me. Mm, yeah, there was so point, I'm kind of point... curious why Leaf in the Wind is lower than Peacekeepers. What, does this one have pro bending in it? <laughs> I bet it didn't. Uh, so in Peacekeepers, it's like the episode where Cora goes to President Raikou to try and get help, and then she goes behind his back to uh, to try and enlist uh, Mako. To, I'm sorry, not Mako. Um, Iroh the second to help her out, and. That's pretty much like not that much happens. Like, um, I mean, the end is really cool because there's a fight. The twins, uh, Eska and Desna, are chasing Korra. And there's a really cool fight there. It doesn't really lead to it leads to Korra being swallowed up by a dark spirit. But uh, but yeah, I I, I would oh, put this lower. That's crazy. That I don't remember there again. I don't remember exactly why I like it or why I get it, but it is not surprising at all to me to see that if it had no pro bending that I liked it more. Um <laughs> It's very like me. 
39, book four, episode one, after all these years. Man, it's just depressing. It's not that it's a bad episode, it's just depressing. Uh, Why is it depressing? Right, isn't this the one where you like Seer getting the crap beat out of her in the underground fighting ring? That's Coralong. Okay, that's the next one. Okay, well then I don't remember what happens in this one. Wait, that's the next one? Is that... No, no, don't tell me. Um, so after all these years, it's like when Cora um, comes back to her home city, and her, Mako, and Asami are trying to rescue Prince Wu. Oh, is that it? Maybe that's that's, that's pretty much the plot. Wait, no, more of a plot. I no, I don't really. Okay, I'm, I'm cool with after all these years being that far down because I don't okay. really love. But listen, it, at seven point seven, like we're in a place where we're comfortably rounding up to eights now. Like you're getting into places where it's like it's it's basically almost mediocre Avatar, all things considered. So that's a good thing. Hey, I'm sorry. I wait after all these years. I was wrong. That's not the episode. Wait, I don't remember at all. Oh, oh, I'm tripping. I'm sorry. I'm I I was looking at the episode title, not the episode. It's just season one, episode four. Um, oh, uh, I know why. Other way around. Other way around. Really yeah. it. And it's really just a catch up. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's just, just catching up, figuring out where everyone's at right now. Not that much happens. You it's are funny that Kavira, these. And that's a pretty cool scene. It's funny that these uh, first season like first episodes of seasons finding those all the way down here that, that kind of amuses me yeah. 38 is book 3 episode 5 it's the metal clan I don't know why that kind of surprised me to see down here Ooh. with a rate of 7.89 huh. that's interesting um... it, it feels <laughs> low but maybe it's because it's one of those like when you start binging season 3 is somewhere right around this ballpark, and then it all just kind of runs together. Yeah, and it's funny, because the Metal Clan, I think what my issue with the Metal Clan is, is that it feels like a really good part one to a two-parter. Like, the Metal Clan and Old Wounds oh, yeah. go together really well, and I feel like the Metal Clan is a lot of setup for Old Wounds. We elected not to rate them together because there was no other indication, like, publicly that they belonged together. But you and I specifically yeah. said, hey, it's like we, weird to separate these. But we, we would didn't. like to attest to Mike and Brian to officially make this a two-parter. And maybe Old. the two-parter would average out. I don't know. Maybe Old Wounds is down here somewhere. Who knows, you know? Yeah. I actually don't remember where it is. I couldn't. I looked too fast. I didn't see. 37, book three, episode four. So now we're getting into some book three. In Harm's Way. Oh, crap, Sean. Chris, what are you doing to me right now? <laughs> so, one word on probably why this... It's an 8.025, so great, good episode. Solid, watchable. But you probably drunk this episode down, Sean. Do you know why? This episode is, is when uh, they... So here... Breaks out. The red lotus breaks out. Uh, is this the uh, is this the construction vehicle episode? Yes. The yeah. yeah. This episode yeah, can, can suck it. That's stupid. They don't just 
get in prison for 20 years and then come out OP. That's crap. That's not how prison works. Chris, we both know people in prison. That's not how it goes. I don't know people in prison anymore. Well, I don't know one's in prison currently. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. uh, That's crap. And you know it. But actually, the disparity was, I mean, it was big. It was Uh, 0.45. Yeah, that's pretty big. But not, uh, you know, not massive. 0.45 isn't. I gave it a 7.8. You gave it an 8.25. So, I mean, it's, it's it's an above average disparity, but not like an insane one. Yeah, I mean, to me, this episode's great. It has the fight with Zuko, uh, all this dragon faces police. I'm always that way, though, man. I don't like seeing villains come out like OP, and that's such like a common animation trope that, like, I don't know, it sets a really high bar because it's trying to be exciting. It's got like that Marvel, like, gotta save the whole universe flair to it. That I don't, I don't need all that in my life. Good villains don't gotta be OP. 36. Hard to disagree on this one. Eh, it happens. Uh, book three. Where are we? A lot of book three in here. Yeah, uh, we're getting like 50% of book three in the lower half here. Episode yeah. three is the Earth Queen at a 8.075. Huh, yeah. I mean, so still good. Still good uh, rating. This one, yeah. Uh, so this is one where Cora and Team Avatar freeze the airbenders from the Earth Queen. One thing that stands out to me from this episode is at the end there, where a lot of them are like, yeah, we'll follow you, Tenzin. And Tenzin, like, gets a gleam in his eye of, like, oh, yes, my father's dream is finally going to be a reality. Um, it's it's uh, also worth yeah. pointing out, Chris, that once he hit eight, so, like, in episode 37 in Harm's Way, sorry, uh, rank 37 in Harm's Way is 8.025. After that, we are just there's a slog of eight point zeros, eight point ones, eight point twos. Like this is where this oh, is yeah. where we start talking about it's it's relatively better or worse because you have to as the point of the exercise. But like we're yeah splitting a lot of hairs from episode from rank thirty seven up to I don't know what I can't see the top of the list. What do you call that minimal? Minimal disparity, minimal. There's probably a financial term for it I can't think of. ROI. Minimal. There's a diminishing return on investment. <laughs> Some garbage like that. Law of diminishing return? No, uh, that's, not, that's something different. Yeah, diminishing. Or I don't know. There's there's a word for it. Um, we worked he in merchandising. I, I know what he counts as skill. Rick. Rank 35 is book four, episode 10. This is Operation Bayfong. That's hey, an 8.09. How the heck is this? This has some of the best fight scenes in the show. What I what did I rate it on? Let, let, me, yeah, Wait, let me see. Is this right? Hold on. I thought it would be the other way around, but I think you rated it low. Hold up. Really? That's interesting. Okay, just let me double check. Are you on the left or the right? I can't remember. You're on the yeah. You rated it low. This was you. But but, but, but what did I give the what did I give the anime? What did I give the audio visual? Uh, don't make me dig up the individual elements. I'll tell you. You gave it okay, a seven point right. seven, and I gave it an eight point five. 
Oh wow! Okay. Don't don't make me dig up the elements. Man, Man. that's too strong. It's too strong. I don't know. I need a recount on this one. I need no re- Chris. It's science. We've done it. There's science that's never true. changes. I'm sure that's a saying that people have. No, this so, is a good episode. There's no reason to people, not like this episode. That's the opposite. People do say the science changes. That's the point. Of yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm being facetious, Chris. Okay. Um, it's probably a saying in a place where they don't like science. Um, watch this episode. Why are you telling me last? Why are you telling me last year that the <laughs> the ozone was? Why did you tell me 20 years ago that the ozone was fine? We'll Little, more research literal today. science at its core probably doesn't change. Our understanding of science changes drastically a lot. Rank 34. Book 3, episode book- 6. Wow, still hitting the... But notice it's all these like early it's early to mid book 3s, right? We're not getting any end of book 3s. Old Wounds. Mm. Listen, this is probably me. This just... It's a... It's a dep- not depressing. It's just an emotional episode, and I can see why I wouldn't have any use for it. Yeah, uh, yeah you know we had a happened? decent, we had a pretty big disparity here. This was me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I love this episode because it. Just the reasons that you love it are the reasons building. I don't. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, really great character building between Su uh, Yin and and Su and Su Yin and uh, Lin Beifong. Really, just great family dynamic compared to work done there. Love this. Uh, love how it ended. It probably doesn't have as much action, and maybe that let it down a little bit for me. Uh, uh, but anyway, I mean, I also just I just don't like this kind of episode. I listen, Chris. I consider yeah. it your greatest strength and my greatest weakness that you have the capacity to care about way more characters in way more depth than I do. <laughs> Ope. <laughs> it's a good episode. It's it's emotional. 33 is book four, episode five, Enemy at the Gates. This is completely blank to me for whatever reason, even though it doesn't feel like that long ago. Rate, what? I'm really proud of myself that, that I do know these episodes. I was kind of worried I wouldn't know the episode that well by the title. Which well, but now I once we like got cues, right? Like now your juices are flowing mentally. Yeah. I was completely off on after all these years. But that I think that threw me off because I, I'm pretty sure one of the characters said to Core, like, after all these years, they reunited, but that episode's called... No, that episode's not called Reunion. That episode's called Reunion. So good. I, don't, I don't remember this. I'm sure it's a fine episode. Um, yeah. Anyway, Enemy of the Gates is when Cora, uh after the everybody and kids get Cora, Cora goes visits uh, Zalfu to try to save uh, Suyin from Kuvira, and then Korra ends up reluctantly trying to fight Kuvira. She's not able to defeat her. Kuvira beats her, and uh, that's how the episode goes. Well, that feels like something that I'm a little surprised to see here, but again, we're, yeah, we're, in, a... we're in... We are in the most compact uh, part of the bell curve now, at this point. Now that I, I see the... Uh, there's a really great uh oh wait i'm sorry that's battle for zalfu anyway the gates is just like build up for the battle with zalfu see i could i put these two together because these two should probably go together um where returns that from yeah 
Yeah, so that one, Su Yin tries to take out Kuvira, and Kuvira ends up catching her, and then Korra gets there. Anyway, yeah. There's a really funny part. It's either in any of the gates or the Battle of Azazu that uh, the whole blowing up the train deal. Oh, never mind. It happens in Battle of Azazu. Go ahead. No, I remember now. You, you really talked to yourself in a full circle. <laughs> this is how I talk often. No, that's good. Uh, let, let, uh, let everything start to flow together. Chris, this is kind of amusing. Rank 32 yeah. is book one, episode one. It's called Welcome to Republic City. It is a rate of 8.2. Yeah, I wouldn't I, say I surprising, that. just amusing. Yeah, I mean, it is like, there's so much table setting here. It's like, there's so much work that this episode has to do that it can't just be a great episode. Like, it has to be like, hey, here's the world, you know, after Aang's time, here's everything that's happened, here's a new avatar, here's how she is, here's a couple of new characters. There's so much stuff to do in that episode. I, I think it's completely fair if you think of this less as being like, oh, 32, it's in the bottom half, and again, more that it's like, oh, it's in the middle, it's in the average, it's in that massive bucket. And you say, oh, yeah, the first episode's like right in the middle there somewhere. I'd be like, oh, that, that makes reasonable sense. Rank 31, book two, episode 12, Harmonic Convergence. I probably drugged this one down. You, I'm sure you did. Yeah, no. Uh, no. No, you did. Okay, that's kind of funny. You did. Really? Yeah, you did. You gave this a 7.675. I gave it an 8.75. Oh, you know what? You know what? Okay, that makes sense. Because uh, I think a lot of this episode is boomy. Take it out that, that, like, huge, like, army. And that part probably annoyed me. That's right. Or probably wasn't. Yeah. Listen, this would be an entirely different episode today if they would accept our rewrites of Korra Book 2. <laughs> you remember? I don't know if you remember that episode. I don't remember yeah. what we rewrote, but go go watch that episode. Rank 30, Book 4, Episode 8, Remembrances. I would consider <laughs> this a mild surprise. Wait, holy, holy crap. Well, wait, we have Remembrances this high? It must be me that did this. A little. You gave it an 8.4. I gave it an 8.1. So for you, it was right smack average. Okay. For me, it was below average. We tried to be considerate. Wait, what's the... Oh, crap. I'm sorry, guys. Like, I must be... Not remember episodes, well. What was, like, in the lower five again? Reunion. Are you confusing those two? Must be. Reunion. I am. Yes. Yes. Remembrances it would be it would no, surprise it. most yeah. people to have remembrances here. We we tried to be considerate of of circumstance. Yeah. No, I like things about remembrances. Dang, I feel dumb now because I was saying so about reunion. Too many R's and things. Can I offer a little context and say that, like, Chris is still sick, and I got, like, a couple of vaccine shots yesterday, so, like, this is probably not going to be our cleanest memory episode, but... No. It, it is what it is. clean memory. 
It is what it is. No, Remembrances, most people are going to hate it. I was fine with it. I had it below average. I think it's where it belongs, and Chris generally likes it, and here it is. I am really surprised at this. It it feels a little too generous, big picture, but Chris, if you think of, like, all the things that one or the other of us weight down really hard, right, and neither of us weighted this one down really hard, so it just got to stick right at average. Huh. Interesting. We need to get back into a rhythm of uh, maybe like in coming weeks we'll look at like your top five or your top ten versus my top five or ten and then your top your bottom ten and then my bottom ten. Like we can skip the slog in the middle and we'll just look at our individual ones maybe. That could be interesting. 29. Book one, episode three, The Revelation. Again, Hmm. kind of a little surprises in the middle here, but such as life. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this is one of those episodes where we're introduced to Mom and exactly what he can do. So all that was really Moderately terrifying as far as episodes um, go. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of scary as episodes. I dig it. I'm surprised it's a, quite this low, but there again, middle of the bell curve. 27, Chris, you'll notice we jumped a number. That's because we had our first tie, and I didn't care to distinguish them in any other way. So 27 tie. That's, it's still interesting that we had a tie because we're in the so middle. freaking detailed. We're down to like the fourth decimal place. We are. The, the likelihood of having a tie in here in this middle lump is, is unlikely. It's much more likely at the top, yes. probably. Whereas like all tens. Because we have so. cap, right? So And we, we run into that cap. But anyway, this is book four, episode six. Battle of Zalfu, and we rated it an 8.4. Spoiler alert for the next one. Battle uh, of Zafu. Yeah, I, I like Battle of Zalfu. Um, no, this is the one that Korra fought Kuvira, as I misspoke as before. I also, and I won't, I won't speak on behalf of you, but I tend to critique stuff a little harder that feels like it necessitates another episode, because it really does, well, and even like two-part episodes and stuff, like you're literally doubling the amount of time you get to tell a story when you have a two-part episode and whatnot. So, I, you know, I always feel like that's worth taking into consideration. This isn't one, but when it necessitates the one right before it, it feels like it. That's probably mildly critical there. 27, part two, book four, episode nine, Beyond the Wilds. Mm, interesting. Both of these are uh, book four episodes. Um, so this is one where Cora... Uh, the wilds like take over like Janora gets kidnapped and Korra has to go to uh, Zaheer and work through her trauma which is like holy crap it's, it's a great moment of her and her like arch enemy that she built up in her head who destroyed her trying to help her uh, really think great character stuff there what brought this out for me probably was that there's not as much action here um, so probably the audio visual wasn't wasn't uh stand wasn't a standout but great episode great story i drug this one down a little bit nothing crazy um but probably because i was disappointed in like cora's vigilance like you really think he's not like scheming something you know i don't i lack lack of amusement in cora's lack of vigilance better way to word that but anyway i didn't drag it down too far i'm a little surprised to see it this low Chris, this is our last episode of this week. 
Ranked 26 is book three, episode nine. It's Ooh, called The Stakeout. Stakeout. It's at 8.425. Keep in mind, 8.425, I think that's pretty close to our average. I forget what our average was. Find my mouse. Yeah, I think The Stakeout is probably there because there's, yeah, really not. Oh, yeah, our average was 8.47, so this is real close. Yeah, I shouldn't pick this up like towards the end of the episode. Um,. But we get a whole lot of lore drop with Zaheer here. Zaheer, um, talking about the Red Lotus and, and things like that. Like, talking calmly with Korra. It's interesting because, oh my gosh, these two episodes being together is really interesting because both of them have Zaheer and Korra just talking. Yeah. And, uh, and it's not as action-heavy action of an episode. That's really interesting that those two episodes are really close to each other. It is. Uh, I was. We were closer on this one. I was still the lower half, but we were at least quite a bit closer. Uh, much smaller differential. Chris, that is our last episode to cover in this episode. So come back next time if you want to talk about 25 through 1. And, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Um, that's the bottom half. Again, I would say from 37 onward, there's like a substantial leap into what's pretty much average territory, right? So it's that 38 through 50 is probably the real below average. But um, I think there's a and need again, to... what was the worst episode again? Worst episode was... Oh, I already forgot. Oh, uh, Night of a Thousand Stars? Night of a Thousand Stars. I am fully on board with that being the worst episode. Um, it was pretty close to my personal worst. I think my personal worst is, you know what? No, we are going to save. We'll do that some other time. We'll do save that. Savor it. Because there's, you know, we're pretty close to each other in that bottom five, six ish. But uh, there's enough difference. We'll, we'll get to that some other time. In the meantime, that being said, uh, we're going to get out of here because we got a couple more episodes to record, and and you know, we're old and tired, so. Um, thanks for watching Avatar The Last Podcasters. My name's Sean. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek. Uh, we'll put all the all the details in the description. Tell us your thoughts. Like, comment, and subscribe. Whatever it is you feel like doing. What just, are your five worst episodes? What are your five worst episodes? Or just tell us which thing you agreed with that we said the most or the least. The things you most violently disagreed with. I would be interested yeah. in that. I think it'll probably just be like Remembrances People. Um, which is fine. That I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge that if you didn't. If you we 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 really tried to not be generous, but we tried to find the strengths in remembrance. In words of Iroh, and in the song, words Iroh. If you look for the light in the dark, you will often find it. But if you look for the dark, that is all you will ever see. Yeah, and you know what? When there's pro bending involved, I'm okay with looking for the dark. <laughs> Find me a good fictional sport. Somebody, anybody. You know what? No, that's another conversation another time, too. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great week. We'll see you next time with uh, the second half of this episode. Thanks for watching. Adios. Why do I always say adios? Vaya con Dios. Yes. You nailed it, buddy. Exactly that.
Longest 20 seconds of all time.